Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. But over the next couple of weeks, and it's already started, the search, the hunt for student accommodation right around uh, the entire country. And Creedon O'Rourke is a postgraduate representative at NUI Galway. He's also a student there as well. Um, Creedon, c- can you just maybe tell us, first of all, what is the situation like for students currently looking for accommodation in Galway? Thanks very much for having me. I, I would say the situation for students at the moment is um, abysmal, might be putting it pretty well. Um, currently, there's very few rental properties around Galway City for anyone, regardless of student status or not. And then those that are available are at an astronomical cost. So if you're trying to study as well as, you know, pay for your accommodation, you you have to work on top of that. And we're seeing students working increasingly longer hours, longer work weeks, just in order to pay for their rent. Um, and it's totally detracting from their, their education and like their student experience. And Give us an example, Creighton, of the kind of money you're talking about. So I suppose like the cheapest accommodation you'll find at the moment is about a thousand per month. Um, Galway is one of the highest you know, rents um, in the country. So it, it means the students are looking to, you know, they're sharing uh, rooms, they're sharing houses. You know, you might have a three bed house and you're trying to fit five or six people into it. You're looking at, you know, converted kitchens, things like that. And then on top of that, when students are making, you know, a lot of them make up the, the minimum wage jobs around the place, working in, in bars or casinos or hotels, things like that. And um, they have to work a, a substantial amount of time to pay their bills. And is, is this a situation that has changed from previous years? It not changed, I would say, but progressively gotten worse. So, like, I first came to Galway in 2016 and, you know, accommodation was easier to find back then and it was slightly more affordable. But if we take the example, you know, between my second and third year as an undergrad, my rent went up 18% because of where I was staying and um, was about to become a rent pressure zone. And so they jumped at the, the opportunity to raise the rent um, for all of the people living there. Stay with us, Creed, and Rebecca's with us on the line as well. Rebecca, you, you're also a student um, in, in NUI Galway. Well, what's your situation? Hi, Andrea. Yeah, um, I'm going into my uh, second year in NUIG this year. And um, I at the moment, my biggest worry is that I'll have nowhere to live next year. Um, uh, I've been updating my phone every day, looking for somewhere, and never mind having a price restriction. There's just nowhere at all to to live. Like, uh, there's a group of four or five of my friends. We're all looking together. Um, and th- there's nothing at all. Um, last year it was a similar scenario, and I ended up staying in um a, a, a private accommodation. Um, that was a thousand a month, and that's now jumped up to twelve hundred a month, which is just right. impossible. Um, I had friends last year living out as far as Headford, and I know NUIG has suggested this year for people to move, you know, as far as Spiddle or Tume. Um, Spiddle. I mean, yeah, it was suggested by them um, to move out as far far as those places. I am lucky enough to have a car, but. At the moment, I'm paying nearly 40 or 50 euro a week on petrol just to get, you know, in and out of work and heading home to Kildare on the weekend. 
So I don't see how on earth Spittle or Tomb or Headford would be in any way achievable for anyone. How far is Spittle from Galway? Uh, I think, well, you wouldn't be walking it. Um, 40 minute cycle and about a 25, 30 minute drive. Okay. Um, is is this something that has been advised by the college? Sorry, did you say that they're advising people to consider the uh, the suburbs outside of the county or around yeah. the county? Yeah, that's been advised. I mean, if you ring now looking for Carb or Goldcrest, you'll be, which is the the student accommodation linked to anyone. Oh, I know them. I stayed in them. Yeah, yeah. You're you're talking about you'd be around five hundred on the waiting list, which right. is wow. You know, that's you know pretty impossible to get accommodation when you're 500th on the waiting list I myself was I think 200th last year and I didn't get anything um so yeah it's just it's not a great situation so Creighton sorry 1800 actually 453106 if you're a student and you're like Creighton and, and, and Rebecca and you're trying to get accommodation for the next college term perhaps you're the parent of somebody in this situation and you want to join us give us a call on the programme today uh, 53106 either is the uh, the text number um, Creighton sorry th- this advisory from NUI Galway um, or certainly just I suppose the the mention that people can move as Rebecca said there to Spiddle or Toom Moy Cullen like are students considering is this I presume this is just what they'd have to do is it? It's, see, that that's the awful thing is that students are, they don't have the option other than to consider this or to think about doing this. You know, I know of dozens of students um, who are commuting already, people who are sleeping on friends' couches, um, people who are, are, you know, quote unquote, living in hostels, you know, they're there four days a week and then heading back home on the weekends. So people are going to take the, the opportunity for a kind of more permanent base to to attend college from. But yeah, it is like the students received an email yesterday from the university about accommodation for the upcoming academic year. And that is exactly what they're saying. They're recommending places like Moycullen, Uptharar, Toome, Athenry. And from internal communications, they're looking at going further um, and, you know, probably utilising Athlone or even Castle Bar uh, as future accommodation, you know, links. To commute to Galway? For, for for commuter links, yeah, absolutely. My memory of the traffic at Galway when I was in great, I w- wouldn't fancy commuting um, from, from Hathlone on a, on a daily basis into college given the, the price of, uh, of petrol no. and, and diesel at the minute. Exactly, and this is the same university that then wouldn't provide students the opportunity to have recorded lectures or the opportunity to learn from home. So, and as as the last speaker just mentioned, you know, like this totally comes into the cost of living crisis. This is not just about accommodation or student fees. It's also about petrol, diesel, groceries. Every single thing is compounding on top of each other. Roisin Lachlan is the president um, with NUI Galway, the students' union there. Roisin, is this something you're like, is this a regular communication now in the last 24 hours, as Creighton said, this advisory that's been sent out to students? Are you hearing from uh, other students about this? Yeah, absolutely. Um, thanks for having me on. Um, first of all, I mean, it's just devastating to hear Rebecca speak there of her experience, you know, having to potentially pay 1200 a month for accommodation. And, you know, that's just unfortunately, like, it, it's what we're seeing from students all the time. It's definitely, you know, the, the the most amount of emails and calls that we're getting from students and from their parents as well is, is all about accommodation. There is just absolutely nothing, you know, and I think the fact that that anyway, like, Galway oh, have come out and recommended people to live in Spiddle and Toome and Moycullen, you like I think that is just 
um, you know, it just reflects how bad the accommodation crisis has gotten. The fact that those places are the places that are being recommended to live now, you know. Um, and anyway, we actually did a survey there um, just a few months ago and it showed that in 2016, 72% of students were living within five kilometres of the college and now only 50% are living within five kilometres of the college. And that, that that is a direct result of there being no houses here. Um, and like it's just it's just uh, you know how how has it how is the student accommodation crisis been allowed to get to the stage it is like why has the Department of Higher Education and Housing and Universities not taken action on this I mean the fact that the the minimum amount for student accommodation now the rooms are a thousand euros a month like what student can afford that mm. and then on top of that they're increasingly being converted into short term tourist accommodation. And, you know, that's because students can't afford it. And, you know, you know, it's just student accommodation has always been an afterthought yeah. in housing policy. Um, and that's reflected in, in the National Student Accommodation Strategy. Like, it, it, the name of the strategy is the National Student Accommodation Strategy. And it's 150 pages, yet students get just a couple of paragraphs in it. You know, it's a complete lack of evidence-informed policy. And then we're wondering why the crisis has, has gotten to the way it is. And... You know, just just the, these prices and the lack of accommodation and the fact that colleges are now recommending students to go and live in these rural communities. I mean, it's just where I think we're about to see come September the worst student housing crisis we've ever seen. Rebecca, is there a possibility, like, I mean, what is the impact of this for you? I mean, is there a possibility that, you know, like you, you talked about €1,200 a month for a room? Yeah, um, at, at the moment we... We aren't seeing many other options. Um, I mean, we're, I'd say 90% of my friends who are living in accommodation that isn't linked to the college have gotten it through friends or um, family or something like that. So um, we're waiting for mm. some kind of link to pop up or, um, you know, majority of people get accommodation in August or the first week of September right before the college term starts. So we're hoping that something will pop up before then. Well, I but was, if not, it's just going to be a very expensive year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have a statement here actually just since from, from NUI Galway about this. And they say, look, they're aware of the situation. With that in mind, they've formed a special accommodation task force to work on identifying ways um, in, in which they can, you know, try and help to solve all of this, dealing with private landlords, operators of purpose-built student accommodation. NUI itself can offer places to 1,200 students in their own on-campus accommodation, 700 beds also to be added in 2023. They do say as part of their response is communicating openly and clearly with students to advise them of the challenge that they're facing, um, including how best to search for accommodation and to check legitimate offers and whether a commute from a nearby town is an option where transport links have improved and fares have been halved. They also talk too about this, um, the campaign, the summer encouragement on staff and householders in Galway to rent a room to a student and avail of the 14,000 tax-free in rental income. I'm sure that's something that'll be probably advised to many people right around the country. Um, accommodation, though, doesn't seem to just be an issue in Galway. Mairead Maguire is a student at Trinity. She's on the line as well. Mairead, what's your story? Yeah, so um, as you say, the housing crisis is nationwide, but I think it's probably fair to say it's particularly worrying in the capital. I'm going into my final year in Trinity and I am concerned that I won't be able to find anywhere next year. 
now I am lucky that for the summer I've been able to find places to stay through friends of friends and things but I can't imagine what it'd be like being a first year or somebody coming to Dublin for the first time who doesn't know anyone and, and I didn't either whenever I came first year and I've even noticed since um, 2019 the prices have gone up a lot and it's a lot harder to find a room available. And like you, I presume you're currently you're obviously living here you're renting somewhere at the moment then Marit? Mm-hmm, I am yeah. And what's this? Has will that come to an end, or I mean, is it something that? Yeah, you... so I could only find um, one place for six weeks, and then I have another place for two months. Um, it's very hard to find something permanent. I'm kind of relying on sublets at the moment um, for people who are away for the summer, but a lot of leases are ending soon, and I will have to find a new thing then for September. And I would like to not have to move around a whole lot because this now next place I'm moving into in a couple of weeks will be the eighth place I've lived in in three years in Dublin. Um, and even though I was home for a lot of the pandemic and um, I hope to have somewhere kind of stable for my final year in college that I can kind of relax and, and feel safe and not pay an extortionate amount of money for that. So like it's with the difficulty you have Mairead and, and, and I'm sure it's the, the case as well for Creighton and, and Rebecca and Roisin and so many other students is that like we constantly hear about the difficulties people face in trying to get rental accommodation and you're probably competing with those that are in full-time employment for accommodation? Absolutely, yeah. And the student accommodation that has been built in Dublin in recent years is really not fit for purpose. And I don't mean that it lacks amenities. I'd say, if anything, they have an excess of amenities. But then you have to pay several hundred extra a month in order to have, you know, like a a cinema room or whatever Mm. in your accommodation, which isn't really necessary. And it's very much geared towards um, more wealthy students um, who aren't the majority and um, aren't a lot of Irish students, particularly those coming from the country. And I'm an access student myself, so I really don't have, um, you know, an excess um, of, of money to be spending just on living. Um, I know next year I'll have to have a job uh, during college, which, you know, I'm not complaining about. That's a pretty normal thing to do, but um, it will be essential for me in order to live in Dublin and finish my degree. Rebecca talked about €1,200 nearly been the, the going rate or somewhere between 1000 and 1200 for student accommodation per month. I mean, I presume that's probably that and more in Dublin, is it, Emirate? Yeah, at least in, in most of the privately owned um, accommodation um, providers. Now, I've lived on campus in Trinity um, as well last year, which, of course, is very convenient and very safe, but you would pay um, up to €900 Euro a month for that, which is a lot of money. Uh, there's a text in from Tara who says should remote study lectures be the norm if students can't stay where their campus is I know it's not a, not ideal but it does perhaps seem maybe like a quick fix to the rental shortage and a possible solution like Roisin you're, you're the president of the students union there in Galway is that something that the, the students union groups should start lobbying for? Absolutely. And, you know, we've been lobbying for this for months for recorded lectures. And and I know in some cases, like in Trinity, they're a lot more um, welcoming to the idea. But in Enyoy Galway, it's just been a complete no. Like it's this fetishization of wanting to go back, uh, this rush back to normality. And, you know, there is no rush back to normality. Like we were the students, not just students, like everyone has experienced a pandemic. And I think recorded lectures just... For students, um, even that have disabilities, just from an accessible point of view, it's just we're in a new way of learning now. We have to adapt to the new ways of learning that we've all um, become accustomed to over the past two years. And it's just with the housing crisis, you know, with the 
the the surveys that NUIG have done, they've seen that students can't be, they're not, in, they can't find accommodation, they can't afford accommodation, they're not living in Galway. So I think, you know, it's one of the most basic um, accommodations that a lecturer can make. And I, it has been left up to the choice of lecturers here. So it is up to the lecturers here and some will continue doing it, the ones that are, are already doing it, but some won't. And, you know, just to touch on the statement that NUIG Galway gave there, mm. I mean, this new task force, the new accommodation task force, Student union have been asking since it's been set up to get a seat on it, and they're not. No students are sitting on it. So, do you know what? So there's kinda, no. Sorry, Roshan. There's 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 no there's no students representative at, at all involved in this special accommodation task force. No, to, to none. To, so I do think it's just purely tokenistic. I think it's something. I don't think it's going to actually achieve anything. I think it's going to be you know death by committee. I think it's just going to be another university committee where the staff are going to pat themselves on the back for coming up with solutions that won't actually come to for you know and this is coming from you know the the, the bursar of anyway Galway said that the 295 euros fee for repeat exams is a modest fee so this is the type of people that are you know deciding this policy and the solutions and you know encouraging people to do digs I know we have to take whatever solution we can given the crisis but even that students that uh, have to live in digs, they have no rights, you know, so they can be kicked out whenever they want. A lot of the digs are Monday to Thursday, no use of the kitchen, must go home at weekends. You know, it's really, it's just, it's it's abysmal, like Creedon said, it's just dire, the situation. Yeah, I would have thought um, if a special committee was being established to try and address um, a problem that has been acknowledged by the college, you would have imagined that somebody or some student would at least uh, have a seat at the table. But we'll leave it there for mm-hmm. the moment. Roshini Lachlan, President of the NUI Galway Students' Union. Uh, Rebecca, Creedon and Mairead, thanks a million for your time on the show. Carla has got in touch and says the college years are supposed to be the best days of your life, apparently. I started in September 2020 and it's been totally bleak between the lockdowns and trying to find accommodation. It's an absolute disaster. Keep those texts coming into us. 53106. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.